and welcome to Ship of Fools, a nautical D&D actual play podcast. My name is Hannah McLean, and I am, as always, your dungeon master on this nautical adventure. Joining me today, I have Andy Latai. Finn Fisher. No, Lonnie Stevenson. Reagan Stockweather. And Taylor Wallace. Malachi Kassir. And we are back. So let's do a little bit of a recap of the, uh, you know, the situation. And then we will go ahead and dive right in for episode 75. Um, a fun number. One of my favorites. Um, so the party spent most of last session sort of wrapping up any business on Erebrer, the the sort of night before the battle atmosphere that surrounded everything. Um, you guys helped, uh, helped clean up the island from the attack on it that morning. You helped clean everything up and also get ready for the combat that everyone knew was coming soon. Um, the adventurer and her group, meanwhile, continued to sort of schmooze with the people of Erebrer, seemed to be most of what was happening there, um, helping in a very performative way. Um, you guys helped in a performative way right back. You then, um, went to bed, got your rest before the next morning, where at dawn, there was to be a peace conference. Um, General Flora f- was representing Erebrer in this, uh, accompanied by Malachi and Finn, as well as a few other, like, Erebrer sort of elite troops. Meanwhile, Reagan was kind of told told to stay behind. Um, as soon as the peace talk group went out, Erebrer started to mobilize for the assumed uh, failure of the peace talks and subsequent immediate attack. Um, Reagan talked his way onto the adventurer's airship. Um, Really, I don't know, there wasn't much talking, just kind of walked onto the adventurer's airship um, and they sort of had to let him stay. (laughs) So that's where where you are right now. Um, Meanwhile, Malachi and Finn accompanied the the group from Erebrer over to one of the Lithios flagships, where indeed some uh, negotiations led by General Neiman of Lithios. Um, I thought you were going to say of being Malachi's grandpa's fame. <laughs> that too. Yeah, that also. Um, Lithios demanded total surrender. Erebrer refused. Um, you all got on a rowboat and started to leave again. Um, however, before you could make it back to the big ship that you were supposed to get on and be able to sail back to Luola on, a Pegasus came out from behind the clouds being ridden by uh, General Caleb Crevitas of Lithios and in- If it were a unicorn, it would have rejected In him. a technically okay but underhanded move, uh, tossed a some sort of bomb onto the ship that you were about to get on sending it pretty quickly going up in flames. As the rowboat tried to figure out where to go from there, you guys were hit by a cannonball as sort of immediate volleys start going back and forth between Lithios and Erebrer as both sides were ready for the immediate deterioration of the peace talks. And so that's where we're picking up, um, is with this battle beginning in earnest. Um... 
Reagan, we're actually going to cut back to you first because you um, had a little bit of time here in this. These uh, it was only only a few seconds, maybe a minute at most, um, between kind of. Actually, I guess you you you'll have had like a couple minutes between when you got on the airship and when things you know deteriorate. Um, you had been opening drawers and sort of rattling around. Um, the adventurer seemed mostly like mildly annoyed, but kind of left you left you more or less alone as she went over by this big cannon that's mounted on the front of the airship, um, which at the point that you got on it was still in the water, had not yet taken to the air. Um, you were not just opening drawers to be an asshole, but actually like looking for cubes, correct? Yes, including uh, going below decks if necessary. Great. So then I would like you to go ahead and make an investigation check for me. Here's a question for you. I'm making an investigation check, which uses intelligence. Uh-huh. Uh, and I have the feet grudge bearer. So celestials are my chosen foe. Uh-huh. And if I make an int check to recall information about my chosen foe, I can add double my proficiency bonus to the check, even if not normally proficient. Would that be applicable here? Because I am, you know, trying to parse her and like where she would have these things stored and it's her ship. Yeah, it's a stretch, but like we're, I don't know when else you're going to use that. So I'll say <laughs> sure. <laughs> um. uh, 22. Oh, beautiful. So you sort of kind of casually at first uh, start kicking your way around this ship. You get a little bit closer to this big cannon. Um, so so you're, you're sort of looking at this thing. Um, it is mostly made out of this, like, uh, some, some bronze, some silver metal. Um, it's, it's all very, like, delicate and artisanly crafted. Like, it looks very steampunk is what you should be imagining. Mm-hmm. This bitch. You sort of note, especially with that, that high investigation check, you sort of take note of that there is this, like, weird, slightly misshapen, but very large purple pearl that is, like, kind of set, like, as, as a sort of, like, focuser for the actual beam of the like energy that goes out from it it like comes comes out of this pearl i look at it oh my god finn look how they (laughs) massacred my boy you also see that there's some other weird like there's like old jars that are covered in barnacles there's some like wands of what look like like some sort of brightly colored coral um a few of what look like and this is the part that really makes you think of finn but like what look like um like dried giant squid tentacles like kind of wound around some of the like Uh spokes of this thing um so it is sort of like clearly built out of and using the magic of a bunch of different trinkets from the ocean Hmm. as well as you can see that there are a couple of cubes set like directly into this thing but you know that that's not all the ones that she had, and those would be pretty hard for you to get to. You'd have to, like, scale that thing and, like, start pulling them out of the insides. So you're like, okay, noted, but there, I know that there's more here somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so you sort of slip around and head below decks. Um, are you just sort of, like, walking, or are you trying to sneak down there? I'm not sneaking. I'm walking openly and with purpose. Okay. You just, like, open open the hatch. You've, 
I actually, I don't remember if you've ever been on this specific ship, but you've certainly been on ships like I it. have never been on this ship, but I've been on ships yes. my entire life, pretty much. And this is, it's an airship, but it's just a normal sailing ship that was converted into an airship. So it, it feels very familiar. So you find the hatch that goes downstairs right away and sort of like climb, climb down this ladder to the below decks. You see that there is a little bit of like a crew sleeping area, but it's kind of like shoved up against one side of this massive space um, because most of the massive space is taken up with like all of this, like what looks like one giant contraption. Um, there's all these like gears there are which are like turning there's um, like wires and tendrils and like pulleys and levers it's it's somewhat inscrutable um, but very clearly like a an engaged mechanism um, and there are cubes kind of like set set within here um, you, the 22 is high enough that you sort of right away recognize that this is like kind of, kind of what makes it fly. Like this is some sort of magical, magical network that's drawing power from these cubes in order to hold the airship aloft. Um, and probably also helping to power the cannon as well. Um, very beautifully designed. Um, you see that there are like dozens of cubes in here. There are some that you can easily pull free and some that might take a little more work and look like they're more like integral to the mechanism. Uh, as you are like looking at this and sizing it up, um, remind me what your passive perception is. 10. Cool, carry on. Uh, first of all, you mentioned there was sleeping quarters. How many beds? Mm. Not quite as many as you know that there are people on this ship, but you also know that there are quarters upstairs as well. There'd be like a captain's cabin and then probably like where where officers of a ship usually sleep and you don't know how those rooms are being used. Okay, my first instinct is to, to do some pirately actions and I just like... If there's any any loose weaponry kicking around that I can grab, I want to grab that, you know, just like I grab that random crossbow from Nero. Like, it never hurts uh -huh. to grab random things from powerful women. Yeah. Never hurts to grab random things from powerful steampunk women. Um, True. And then, yeah, I'm just going to start, I'm going to pop out a couple of cubes. Okay. So you start rifling through people's stuff um you grab most there's not a lot of loose weaponry around because everybody has their weapons on them sort of up on the top deck but there are like a couple you can find like you know a a dagger that looks like it got bent at some point and so was left behind until it could be fixed and stuff like that so you you do that you also just like i don't know steal some random shit that looks like it could be important you steal someone's wallet yeah classic <laughs> pirate actions um you then turn your attention back to the mechanism the thingamajig yeah you like reach in and pop out like you're able to to pull out a couple of cubes like with no trouble um there's like two or three that are sort of like aren't especially worked into everything and so you can grab let's say three I would also like to say that I do want to kind of use like I know that I'm not quite the same as like Nurgle in terms of magnetic attraction to cubes with positive vibes, mm. but like I do kind of want to be like sensing if like at all possible to see like if there's any that are more like harmonious with me. Yeah, make an arcana check. 
Uh, it might involve licking them. I don't know. Sure, for sure. You should also lick that guy's wallet just just for good measure. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you got to know if it's quality leather. 18. Yeah, with an 18, as you're like sizing up these cubes, the ones that you're able to grab easily feel like less powerful, like as if either they weren't as powerful to begin with or they're like depleted, it sort of occurs to you, like almost like they've, they're like used up batteries or mostly used up batteries. Oh, I put those ones back then. <laughs> you, you put them back. You can see that like, you can see a couple that are actually like glowing faintly or like sparking a little. That one especially catches your attention. That is like sparking deeper inside inside the mechanism. Yeah, I wanna I wanna go for the more appetizing one. Okay. You, at this point, you sort of have to like push your way, and you're like wedging your shoulders like in between these two like pieces of metal, and sort of like starting to to stretch inward. Oh, curse my broad athletic back! Um, you actually feel a hand grab your arm. Oh. And you look, and it, whoever this is is totally invisible. Um, so somebody invisible grabs your arm, and a second later you hear Ben's voice go from, from right next to you, um, go, okay, nothing wrong with sharing our resources a little bit, but I can't let you just start pulling out the ones that might make this ship unable to fly. Ah, your hands are cold. Oh, sorry. It's like a like a stethoscope. Um, I I get that a lot for some reason. Okay, can can you grab it for me then? No, please. It's important. I know that's why I want it. What about this one? This one's not important. Use this one. Yeah, but that one doesn't look as tasty. I want the tasty one. Come you on, please. You just like it because it's electrical. Please, I oh, please, oh, please, oh, please. No. Uh, I'm gonna grab it. <laughs> Okay. Um go ahead and make a make a like athletics check to just sort of like surge surge in there and grab it quickly. 22. 22. Great. Um so with a 22, you before he has a chance to do anything, you just sort of like lunge your weight forward, sort of bending a couple of these these metal bits under you as you reach for this thing. You get your fingers on it and just like yank really hard and it, with a pop it like comes out in your hand and the space where it was is just left like an empty frame. Um you hear like a groan through the mechanism. And you hear Ben just goes, for the love of, um, and I need you to make a wisdom saving throw for me. For the love of who, Ben? Nine. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> ben becomes visible. Um, you fall under the effect of hold person and are <laughs> paralyzed. Um, but you do have this cube in your hand and you're you're like wedged in to the point where he can't really get around and get it from you. Um, it's like at this moment before this altercation has a chance to escalate any further um, that you see like a bunch, you hear the sound of an explosion from somewhere out further at sea. Um, you start hearing like shouting and shouted commands from kind of like all around. You can discern, um, you can pick out the adventurer's voice calling, get us in the air. And you see like a bunch of the wheels within the mechanism like start turning very fast and you sort of like feel everything around you starting to get like a little bit hot. Um, and then like shortly after you feel the like swooping, the swooping feeling of the airship taking off. Um, 
Ben, standing next to you, goes like, can you, um, all right, fine, you can, you can keep that one. Happy? Is that good? Are we good? Am I able to talk? Uh, make it, make another save. It's been about one round. <laughs> uh, 13. Nope. Can I voluntarily fail this? <laughs> it looks like you don't need to voluntarily fail it. You're just <laughs> doing it mechanically. Um, so I'm going to cast a message and be like, Showtime, bitch! Like, what do you want now? I'm just, I'm, I'm in here. Uh, he, what he does is he like backs up all the way to the ladder, like on this turn, and then he drops hold person and is sort of watching you to see what you're gonna do. And he like, he's got one hand on the ladder, like he's ready to scramble back up. He's like, all right, you got the electric cube. Great. Let's go see what's happening. Fine. I wiggle out of the mechanism and then I lick the cube. You look at you get a little uh, a static shock on your tongue, but it feels good. It's like mm-hmm. tastes like blue raspberry. That's a good cube. I'm keeping this one. Yeah. Oh, and you were so worried that we were flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relax, okay? I know what I'm doing. Yeah, we seem to still be flying. Yeah. If we plummet to the ocean, I'm considering it your fault. Oh yeah, and you're the one who doesn't have backup server maintenance. Yeah, that's on you. <laughs> You know, I should be hired as one of those guys who, like, tests to make sure that security, like, works in places. Honestly, yeah, you should. Career choice for after this is all over. You'd be great at that. Wow, you're so smart, Ben. I appreciate it. I slap him on the back slightly too hard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he scrambles back up the ladder to the deck. You follow just in time to see what I described at the end of last episode as this cannonball hits this rowboat. Um, ah! so, uh, Finn and Malachi, <laughs> um, first off, make me dexterity saving throws. Hannah! I mean, you are what they might call a sitting duck. Well, I rolled a three, so. <laughs> I got a rock. Coming to a seven. Wow. Uh, that comes to a 27 for me. <laughs> wow. Okay. Finn, like, somehow does, like, an elegant backflip into the water as this cannonball hits. I was already about to jump into the water for fun anyways before the cannonball hit. <laughs> um, you still take um, 20 damage, 20, uh, like, fire damage. Malachi, you take 41. You end up getting, like, a pretty direct hit from it. That's unfortunate. And you guys, as well as everyone who was in this... Uh, rowboat like there's the you're briefly in the air and then there's the everything around you goes quiet as you drop into the ocean um not too much of a problem for either of you in fact maybe a beneficial situation but ah this is nice um finn you sort of obviously recover quickly um you look around you can see malachi sort of like falling beside you as well as general flora and the other the six other arab rare knights who are sort of like falling through the ocean around you and sort of you see various amounts of injured kind of recovering and trying to swim um what do you guys do uh well, taking a quick glance at everyone else, do I get the impression these other people can breathe underwater or not? <laughs> no. They look like they are pretty competent in the water, like they can swim, but they probably cannot breathe. Most of them seem to be uh, in the process of trying to get to the surface. Okay, so no one needs to be rescued from drowning right now. No one needs to be rescued from drowning. I think what you both would know is that, like, being floating in the water during a large-scale naval battle is not a great place to be. <laughs> um, but you also, you saw the ship that was closest to you go up in flames. So in order to kind of assess where the other ships are, you'd have to be at the surface. 
Oh, they're a ways away, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'll surface and look around. But also, as I surface, I send out a telepathic burst that just says, It's go time, people! <laughs> cool. Um, you send out that telepathic burst. Um, as you surface, go ahead and make a perception check. And Malachi, you can do this too if you're doing the same. Finn recovers faster, but you're also, you've been underwater enough. I'm going to stay under for a minute. Great. Uh, nat 20, so 24. Wow. Beautiful. Okay. Yes. Finn, you pop up. You do the beautiful emerging from the water thing. <laughs> the water goes I do a little arc. breach and jump yeah. up back into the water and then surface. Part of your world. You see that the, uh, the ship that you were trying to get to um, is about, like, 70 feet away and on fire. Um, the next closest ship, kind of behind it, you can see, is currently about 300 feet away. But it looks like these other ships are, like, moving towards you guys. Um, like, the Arabrare ships are moving in, kind of, toward your location. Not, like, converging on you, but moving forward, you know what I mean? So, the one that we were going towards was 70 feet away and is on fire, but what about the one we're coming from? The one that you were coming from is a, a similar distance away. You guys were sort of halfway through. Um, not actively on fire, but you can see that they are pulling back. Like they're currently hmm. about 70 feet away from you, but getting further away by the second. But they are the closest ship currently that isn't to flame. It is the currently the closest ship that is not actively on fire. Good to know. You also, with that 24... Um, you can see that there is, like, there are projectiles flying through the air above you. There are, like, arrows and cannonballs. Um, you also just barely catch a glimpse of the Pegasus, like, also flying back behind Lithios's lines. It looks like it is It is not uh, intending to stay here and keep fighting you guys. Uh, it is soaring back behind Lithios's lines. Loser. I swim back down, I guess. I report uh -huh. to Malachi what the situation is if he didn't surface. Yeah. I'm like, so what's what do? <laughs> Just talk in your head. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, you're a swimming creature right now. Uh, <laughs> so what should we do? Uh, the close, closest ship is, uh, you know, your grandpa's, which we could go try to, you know, mm. beat them all up. Hannah, question. Yes. Was there, like, a full crew on that ship, or was it just the people who we saw on the thing? There was, like more than a full crew. There was the peace party that got put under Zone of Truth, but then there was a full crew and, like, extra soldiers mm, sort of standing okay. around. Um, they were the ones who mostly looked nervous when Finn made his big speech about the ocean, was all of these, like, at least 50 people just kind of standing around. It would be pretty funny to sink them, but that's not going to make me very useful. <laughs> you also see... Like, as you guys are, are underwater, um, you see that the other people who'd been on the rowboat with you are, like, surfacing, and all of them are kind of, like, starting to swim away from the burning ship, but back toward Luola, toward Arabrare's ships. Um, and you can see that they're sort of making an effort to, like, stay partly underwater, but that's where they're all headed yeah. toward. And General Flora sort of, like, looks back at the two of you, verifies that you're alive. Um, she sort of jerks her head in a, like, follow me motion, but you know that you guys are kind of independent agents. You don't necessarily have to listen to her, but that's what she's indicating. She's not the boss of me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I guess they're 
getting out of here because they uh, can't handle the heat. But, I mean, I say... I mean, it was pretty hot. If we go back onto your grandpa's ship, like, are you, uh, are you up for that fight with him there? I feel like I might have to be up for anything right now, but, um... If you want, I could kill him instead of you. We need to kill him. Oh. Huh. Okay, yeah, sure. We'll make sure he's and Finn winks and like elbows Malachi. Not dead. I, I don't I don't understand what you're implying here. <laughs> oh, don't worry, don't worry, Malachi. I, I get what you're saying. We're on the we're on the wavelength. I, we just need a we just need a move. Wherever you can take us, we should go. Okay. Because we're we're fucking sitting ducks here doing nothing. Hannah, how fast is that ship sailing away from us? Like, is it plausible for us to catch up to it by swimming? If I, like, get, like, a, a dolphin from Malachi to ride or something? Um, yes. It moves at 40 feet, um, is what it's doing. And so, if you get a dolphin, then you guys can. Well, hold on. Let me roll for which way the wind is blowing. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> So the winds are going like westerly right now, which means that they're moving at their like normal speed. They're not being, they're not going against the wind, but they're also not going with the wind. Mm. Um, which means that yes, what I said stands, they're moving at 40 feet per round and you can catch them. Okay, uh, I send out another telepathic burst and I say, hey, remember when I said it's go time 10 seconds ago? Yeah, we all started getting ready, but we're just kind of like lurking down here. Per hey, you know I love lurking, huh? <gasps> wow. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, yeah. Uh, hey, anyone uh, around here uh, big and fast and want to carry this rock guy? Uh, <laughs> Tell them I'm nice. He's nice. Oh, okay. In that case, um, <laughs> yeah, a pair of dolphins um, come like... <gasps> Malachi gasps in that exact tone. <laughs> soaring up from the depths, although I guess dolphins really don't go that deep, but there are definitely Hi. dolphins in these waters. <laughs> A couple of them come up. One of them sort of like nudges you with the side of its face, oh. Malachi. This very like bright, intense eye. Hi. Hi. It says to Finn. Hi. Okay. Hello. I salute them. Tell them I say hi. He says hi. Oh. See, I told you he was nice. One of them like waves its fin at you. Malachi's like gently, gently patting each of their backs. Uh, okay. We need to get to that ship. We're uh, gonna board them and, you know, do some badass hero stuff. Whoa. Uh, this guy can't swim so good. So, uh, you in? I, I can swim, I'm just not fast. Okay. Tell them I can swim. He, he can swim. Whoa. Just not fast. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, these two dolphins, like, uh, what are you doing, Malachi? Are you gonna, like, hold on to them or hold on to just one of them or? I don't know. Does Finn need one? No, I can swim fast. Then yeah. I'll have an arm slung across each of their backs. <laughs> okay. Around the spine, the dorsal fin, but not onto it. Yeah. You sort of, like, drape drape over both of them in the kind of, like, prototypical dolphin save a man from drowning pose. Sorry. Sorry. They're like two guys carrying their drunk friend between them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. And they just, like, yeah, take off through the water toward this ah. flagship. And Finn. And so do I. You follow alongside. Should I, like, kick? No, we got it. They say to Finn. <laughs> um, if Finn and I are communicating, I'm going to be, like, Thoughts on trying to just blow a hole in the bottom? Uh, sounds great. I guess actually, why wait? I'm gonna Eldritch Blast the bottom of the ship. <laughs> okay, awesome. Um, before we jump into that, I'm gonna cut back to Reagan. Um, so Reagan, the airship takes to the air. 
Um, you are sort of like on the deck. You and Ben both come running up onto the deck to see that everybody else is sort of getting ready. Um, several of them are manning the like smaller like ballistas on the side of the airship. Um, one person is manning the giant cannon. Actually, frankly, it's a two person job. Two people are manning the giant cannon. Um, somebody else is driving and then the adventurer is just sort of like up there with her sword and you see that she is kind of like calling the shots here and sort of directing, telling the driver where to go. Um, but they, the airship is fast. It sort of like takes to the air and pretty much immediately is soaring up over the rest of Aerobrer's fleet. Um, actually, go ahead and make a perception check for me, Reagan. Uh, 23. Damn. Um, yeah, you, um, you spot that there are from over Lithios's fleet, which, for one thing, looks kind of terrifying from the air. Like, it looks terrifying enough from the sea when you can see them all lined up. But when you can actually see it all. But exactly, when you can see the full scale of it, you're like, oh, this is a lot of ships. Um... <laughs> You also see that, like, taking off from the ships, there are a a number of flying things. Um, oh, and great. you can kind of see closely enough to see that there are a few of these, like, fiends, these demons and devils that you know that the wizards on their side have been summoning. Um, and you also see a couple of, like, flying constructs. Not very many, but there are a handful of these flying constructs that kind of remind you of the ones... Actually, frankly, I don't know if you ever saw this, but would remind Finn of the ones that were flying around the outside of Retfall's tower when he was breaking in. So there are these, and a lot of this, these flying things seem to be starting to make their way toward the airship. Um, with a 23, you also catch a glimpse of a Pegasus with a knight in armor on its back, um, like flying away from the ship that has just been set on fire and kind of like back safely. It looks like it lands on one of the ships, one of the big flagships behind Lithios's line. Uh, do you do anything crazy or are you just like, what do you do? <laughs> um, with all of my military intelligence, can I figure out if there is like a squadron leader of the Flyboys? Like, is there somebody calling or directing the shots? Like, is this like, I'm really picturing World War II right now. Like, is this like a an aerial assault that's controlled in any sort of way or is it just like we we're devils and demons and we're flying <laughs> it's much more like that it looks like they okay. don't have a lot of troops that can really fly there it's these summons and a couple of constructs um but you do see that like uh like three of the constructs sort of are forming a like triangle and they're the ones who are mostly making a beeline for the airship everything else just seems to sort of be causing chaos okay I'm going to trust the adventurer's intelligence and the AAA people who are manning the cannon that they will, mm -hmm. you know, concentrate fire on the three constructs in wedge formation and that I don't need to do anything about that. So I'm going to attune to this cube real quick if I can. Sure. You don't really need to. You just kind of like hold it and you can feel... Yeah, I don't think... I don't know if you've held one of these with the intent of using it before. So you, you feel as you're holding it and sort of concentrating on it and feeling like the wind whipping through your hair up here. Um, yeah, you, you can feel it sort of like electric uh, 
energy compatible with your electric energy. It's like, it, it's, it sort of feels like, like being one drink in, like you, you feel this like extra buzz, <laughs> um, like starting at your fingertips and going up your entire arm. And you're just like, okay, whatever I do, this will help me do it better. Great. I want to cast lightning bolt. Awesome. Where? At whom? At um, the three constructs. Great. So I will say you do this and Finn, you can do your Eldritch Blast that you did. And then we will jump into initiative for, for both of you. It's kind of a pot shot. Kind of just like a, hmm, let's see what this puppy can do. My save DC is uh, 18, incidentally. Brilliant. I've got one pass, two fails. And I'm just casting this at a third level. Although I will say, you're you're holding the cube. Do you want to use it to, like, I do think these guys are further out at this point than Lightning Bolt. Um, so you're already kind of, like, extending the Lightning Bolt. Um, if you want to kind of try and, like, channel the cube and do more damage, you are welcome to do so. Um, it just kind of comes with the risk of, you know, any unstable magic comes with risks. Yeah, let's do it. Great. I rolled a total of 30, incidentally. Perfect. Um, so, Reagan, go ahead and make an Arcana check for me. Okay. Uh, that's a nine. Okay. Um, so, you can go ahead and add an extra 2d6. So, 30, and then go ahead and roll 2d6 more. Seven. Okay. Um, so, total of 37. And then give me a uh, charisma saving throw. 28. Okay, um, cool. So you... God bless me, I am so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the the cube kind of, like, surges in your hand, and you feel this, like, this surge of wild magic, and you're, you're a little thrown off, thrown off guard by how strong it is and aren't able to properly um, direct it where you want it to go. Instead, you feel this electric shock, like, travel up your arm and then down your other arm. Um, but you manage to, like, hold on to it and uh, kind of properly keep it from hurting you or anything like that. And this lightning bolt streaks out, blasting into all three of these constructs. Um, you see the one in front manages to sort of, like, duck under the majority of the blast, um, but the two in the back are smoking. There are, like, bits of them that are flying off down to the ocean below. I turn to Ben, and I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, great job. And you didn't want me to have this. I literally let you. Okay. Um, <laughs> Finn, go ahead and roll your Eldritch Blast for me. Can I be causing ambient psychic damage to Ben? You you are. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh... That's a 21, a 28, and a 13 to hit with the three blasts. Let's see. This is the hull. So the 13 actually doesn't hit. Um, but go ahead and roll your damage for the first two. 17 force damage. Okay. Nice. You see your blasts, like, impact the bottom of the ship, and it's not powerful enough to, like, shake it or anything, but you see these little scorch marks on the bottom as the two of you are racing toward it. Um, cool. I will ask you all to please roll initiative and then hold on to those numbers for a bit while I set this up. Got a pretty little 13. I got a 10. Seven. Uh, where's Nurgle, Andy? <laughs> he was like... <laughs> oh, I figure he's flying nearby. Like when Great. the cannonball came at us, he just flew up and is now circling. Cool. Yeah. Your, your psychic bond with him. So he's sort of above our heads. You can feel that he's, he's hanging out up there. And in fact, you can see, uh, 
Reagan, you you can catch sight of Nurgle in the air, also amongst amongst this other like flock of birds that all took off from the air brewer ships. Um, okay. So at the top of initiative is actually the adventurer. Um, Reagan, you are the one who's kind of close enough to see this as she just like steps up onto the railing at the edge of the airship, unfurls her clockwork wings and uh, leaps off. Um, you see her like flap once kind of next to the ship um, and she raises up her hand and like twirls her fingers and materializes this javelin out of thin air, this like light javelin. And she's just going to throw it at the construct in the lead here. She gets a 23 to hit, which does in fact hit this thing. Um, deals 38 damage to this this one right in front. Um, and then, yeah, she's just gonna, she's gonna stay focused on the one in front and do that two more times. Hits with both. Um, she doesn't quite kill this one that's in front, but you... You watch, Reagan as, like, these three light javelins, like, one after the other, go sinking, sinking into this construct, sending these, like, almost completely splintering it apart. And the adventurer then is just sort of going to, like, she'll stay in the area for now, but you can see that she is, like, sizing up the rest of the battlefield from this, like, bird's eye view, clearly trying to pick out where she's going to go next. So it looks like she's, like, not not wed to sticking with her airship. Kind of cringe fail of her for her to not kill that guy. Yeah. Like, why is she even here? Um, that's the construct's turns. Um, so... You see, um, so these things are like almost shaped, shaped like bees more than anything else. Like rather than being like humanoid constructs with big wings, they they're well, a little I want bit them to live. smaller and more compact, um, and have these like big like circular wings that are buzzing very fast and keeping them aloft. Um, but you do see that they uh, they don't really have like eyes or anything like that, but instead they have like one big gun like mounted on the front. <laughs> um, so this one is going to shoot out a ray, um, a, a, a beam at the adventurer because she just almost knocked it out of the sky. Um, wow, crits, good for it. Um, Should have killed it. Bethany. Wow, maybe we should recruit this construct right? to be part of our team. The construct doesn't kill her either, if you were wondering. Damn, I thought that might be it. <laughs> yeah, um, but she does take a pretty substantial amount of what looks like necrotic damage, as you see this like um, this like gray ray of light comes shooting out of the front of this thing. Um, the subsequent two are going to um, shoot just at the ship itself. One of them actually misses, um, but the other one will hit um, for a total of 34 fire damage to the hull of the airship. And these things fly closer, so they are now like 100 feet from the airship. Um, that is, let's see, I think the next person who's relevant at this moment whose turn it is, is Malachi. Um, so you are under the ocean, kind of like below. You guys at this point, Finn shoots his Eldritch Blasts and your dolphins bring you like right up underneath 
the flagship. Um, it sits like low enough in the water that you, you don't go like quite all the way underneath it, but you're like right next to it. Um, it's your turn. All right, I want to find the spot where Finn hit, and I guess I'm just going to whack it. Yeah, sure. I'm helping. <laughs> wow, I never thought I would see him harm wood. This wood's already dead. Actually, go ahead and make a... I, I'm going to say like an investigation check, because you you know these sorts of like warships, and you know that there's some places where the hull is thicker than others, yeah. and some places where like water getting in is is bad for it. So go ahead and make an investigation check to see if you can find one of those spots. Yeah, that's going to be a 12. <laughs> okay. So you sort of, it's its hard to tell. You you haven't done a whole lot of like being underneath ships. That wasn't really <laughs> as much um, part of part of the training. Um, but you are able to find Finn's scorch marks and you're like, yeah, you're, you're pretty sure that this is a spot where the hull is like reasonably thin. Um, it's not like especially reinforced at least. So yeah, go ahead and, and make attacks. I'll do my best. Uh, 12? Yeah, no. Misses, although not, not by a ton. Okay. Well, second attack. I'm not used to swinging my axe totally underwater into wood. And the, the dolphins are, like, too excitable, so you're having to kind of, like, shove them away so that you can get a good swing in. Hang on, hang on! 27. Oh, nice. Yeah, that hits. Okay. So, yeah, so before I I ramped up to take my swings, I, I did want to use my bonus action to infuse my axe with acid damage. Yeah. So, uh... That is a whopping 15 damage. Yeah, you you sink sink your axe in. Um, the hulls are, are decently thick, so you guys aren't making a ton of progress yet, um, but you can see that you are, like, you feel some of the wood splinter under your axe. And the acid eats away at it a little bit. Yeah, burning the, the edges of where your axe struck. Um, that is Finn's turn. Okay, I'm going to keep it up. I swim up closer, and then I am going to Eldritch Blast again at that same spot on the hull. Nice. 17, 27, and 30 to hit. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, those all hit. 30 damage altogether. Nice. How's she looking? Cool. With that, um, you see, Finn, you kind of, like, blast in, and you see that uh, this, like, with with the last one, that 30 to hit, you see one of the, like, boards, these, these big planks that make up the bottom of the ship, like, fully cracks, and you can feel a um, little bit of water starting to seep in. Um, if the hole stays this size, it will take a very long time to sink, but you have started to make a hole. <laughs> um, well, for good measure, I will summon a tentacle with my bonus action. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> pry that bitch open. And try to pry it open more. 29 to hit. Hits. Eight damage. Cool, cool. It gets very slightly larger. Um, yeah, you guys below the water, you, you can't really like hear what's happening up above you. Um, Reagan, that's that's your turn. Okay. Um, the wings. Oh, we ordering dinner. I'll I'll go for some pepperoni pizza. <laughs> I pop out my wings. Nice. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm just gonna pop out my wings and fly after her. Um. I'm inclined to stay okay. on the adventurer as much as possible. Um. Because that's what Mal told me to do. I said if she looks like she's going to pull something. Let me be clear. Malachi didn't just flat out say, like, you know, ride that bitch. 
Yeah, and so in Reagan's brain, that translates to keep an eye on her. Um, so I'm also going to take flight. That's what I will do. Nice. Cool. So, um, up on the airship, all of the people who are manning the, like, ballistas and the, the mangonels, um, take aim at these constructs. I'm not going to roll for every single one of them. I'm just going to take the average of all of those and deal that damage, um, which allow me to calculate. Okay. Um, so they focus on the first one, um, and they knock that one out of the sky. Nice. Um, and then also deal a little bit of damage to the second one. Um, at the bottom of initiative, um, the big cannon is ready to be fired. Um, the one on, on kind of the front of the ship. So, um, Reagan, you leap off the side of the ship and, like, fly in the general direction of the adventurer. Um, you see her, like, she, like, spins on you really fast to the point where it's almost scary. Um, except then she, she, like doesn't let her guard down when she sees it's you, but you can see that you just sort of like came up in her peripheral vision and she doesn't think you're going to attack her right now, but she is sort of like warily holding her sword as if you might. Um, But you see that she like looks away from you and like looks down at the battlefield below. And then she calls up to the airship. Um, She says, fire on the flagship. Um, Malachi and Finn from below the water. <laughs> um, you guys. Uh... Thank goodness we're down here singing this shit, Malachi. It's instrumental. No one else is going to do it. We're helping. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you are making this hole in the bottom of the ship and you've managed to like rip it open so that water is rushing in. Um, and then above there is like this bright flash of light above the water and you see the whole thing that you are right under like shudders. Oh. Um, it does not like immediately break apart, but your hole like gets wider as this like enormous force is exerted on the ship from above that has already been weakened from below. Um, you see that like a few more places in this hull start to like pop open and you can see that the whole thing is like listing to one side um, from where you guys are at. Wow, Malachi, did you smite? <laughs> uh, no, that was definitely not me. Um, you are in a very good position if you'd like to sink it faster. Um, but you you also, you both know enough about ships to know that being right next to a sinking ship is like a very- It's bad. A bad place to be. Generally, you're mostly worried about drowning, so you guys might be okay. Yeah. But like that, the amount of debris and bludgeoning damage and such is also not a great thing to be next to. The water pressure. Uh, yeah, cool. Um, the adventurer on her turn, she's going to conjure three more of these javelins and send them at one of these remaining constructs. Um, actually, she's close enough now. She'll go in with her sword. So she just, like, flies right up to it. I barely even need to roll for her. Good to know. (laughs) Um, she just, like, swings this enormous sword around three times and just, like, neatly chops this thing into three pieces and sends it crashing down. She then is just kind of, like, without even a look back, she's just going to take off down, kind of in the general direction of this sinking flagship. Um, Reagan, I think this one remaining construct is going to shoot at you as you're this like target that is now flying in the air kind of right in front of it damn misses you with a 14 so you you deftly kind of curl your wings and dodge out of the way um yeah then it's malachi's turn again 
Uh, Finn, will you please tell the dolphins that we should leave? Uh, yep, we're done here. Uh, Malachi, point what direction you want them to take you. Uh, what can I see from where I am? Like, where's where's close? From where you are. Um, do you want to stick your head up out of the water? Sure, I guess, so long as not many people can see me from here. <laughs> you kind of subtly stick just your eyes up, um, just enough so that you can see what's going on. Um, the battle is in full swing. It still has, like, it's only been a few seconds since everything went down, um, but the ships are still, like, sailing towards each other. Um, you catch sight of the adventurer, and you can sort of see, like, behind her a speck with these bronze wings that you recognize as Reagan's up higher in the air, okay. and her airship kind of beyond that. They're more or less, like, not directly above you guys, but pretty close above you guys. Okay. You can also see that some of Erebrer's ships have gotten closer, but also some of Lithios's ships have gotten closer on the other side. Um, I think Malachi... What would occur to you as, like, options, as someone who, who knows how these battles work, um, the, like, the safe thing to do is for you and Finn to take the advantage of being underwater and, like, go deeper and then go behind Erebrayer's lines and get on one of Erebrayer's ships and sort of go from there. Mm. But it also occurs to you that you guys being able to go underwater relatively safely gives you an advantage and you also could do the same thing duck under but just like shoot under lithios's lines yeah. and get to some of their ships kind of in the back then of course it's just the two of you back there um but that that is a sort of advantage that you guys have um you also know that like you also could continue trying to sink ships from below but i think having tried to do that to this flagship boring slow as well beyond being boring you're like okay we were making a dent but it was going to take a while for, for us to actually sink this thing without whatever just happened above um so you know finn can do all sorts of crazy shit but in terms of what what you can do you think yeah probably either retreating or pressing your luck and going and getting on a ship are your best options where are you headed finn uh, I don't know. Wherever uh, people need killing. <laughs> okay, well, that's sort of ubiquitous here. I don't know. You know about military strategy. You're going to descend, so you can head back if you want, but I'm pressing forward. Okay, weird dig implying that I would want to retreat. <laughs> Not retreat, <laughs> but have a better angle. <laughs> okay, I I'm going to press forward. If you want to go back, you can, Malachi. Okay, good. We'll press forward together. <laughs> good. All right, well, if we're doing this, then I'm going to grab Finn before the dolphins whisk me away, and I'm going to death ward him. Mm, awesome. Be careful. This doesn't make you invulnerable, but we're, be careful. <laughs> Aha, I can evade the grasp of death itself. For, for one time only. One time. Nothing can stop me. Do you have any thoughts for what death ward looks like? You know, I would like to think that... Malachi casting Death Ward is Finn almost kind of crystallizes a little bit. Hmm. Like he doesn't turn like transparent or anything, but like it almost forms sort of like a crystalline armor around him. Oh God, I'm freezing. What? No, <laughs> <laughs> it's green. <laughs> green ice. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. These, this slight crystalline covering. Like this will, this will shatter but it will keep you from going down. <laughs> Ooh. 
Uh, if that's my action, I guess the dolphins can dash me to the closest enemy ship. Or to behind the lines, I guess. Also, could, is this too cheap, but could Finn hang on to the dolphins and then still have movement to use on his turn? Oh, yeah, sure. I think I will probably take you guys out of initiative and let you just, like, just zoom. Because I, I don't want to do, like, six rounds of you guys dashing, but. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, and you guys both, unless, Finn, your turn is technically next if you have anything you want to do, but you guys grab onto the dolphins and duck below this now sinking ship. Actually, for my bonus action, as we're swimming away, I want to move my tentacle up onto the deck of the sinking ship (laughs) and just have it sort of flail around menacingly. (laughs) I can't even, like, see what's happening, but I'm like, ah, this will be good. This will get them. Yeah. Reagan, you see, you catch a brief glimpse out of the corner of your eye of Finn's tentacle waving around on the deck of this ship that just got hit. I wave back. Ah, good, he's alive. Um, Reagan, your turn is next. Okay. So, the flagship is going down? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. You can sort of see that people are, like, running around on the deck, some clearly, like, trying to see if the ship is still salvageable. Um... The, the protocol in this case is to try and get off and get to a ship that is not sinking. Abandoned ship, as one might say. Yeah, ab- abandoned ship seems to be what's happening. Can I see from my vantage point General Neiman? You can make a perception check. You've never seen him before, mind you. Yeah. Yeah, but can I clock <laughs> the guy in the uniform? <laughs> like Roll to see if anyone has a grandfatherly twinkle in their eye. <laughs> His twinkle's dead. <laughs> That, yeah, that man's never had a twinkle in his eye. <laughs> That's a 12. Okay. Um, so with a 12, it's a little bit hard. You can see, like, a couple people who look to be in charge, um, but you're not, like, as familiar with the particulars of the Lithios military uniform. So, like, it's hard to tell, like, who's the captain of the ship and who's the general and who might be, like, another officer, especially because there were a couple officers on that ship. Okay, um, I'm going to do a barrel roll, and I'm going to head for the deck of the ship. Okay, cool. <laughs> I have I have sop with camels in my mind making noises. Um, what may I ask is your intention? And I'm asking that for purposes of am I keeping you in initiative or not? Sure, um, my intention is to take the general hostage. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. By simply scooping him up if possible like the large winged predatory mammal i am reagan's holding a large child-sized man who just keeps stabbing him in the arm repeatedly (laughs) saying let me go let me go okay certainly um so reagan you just um yeah you you do a full dash um, so your your flying speed is 45 feet, so with a full dash, um, you cannot quite land on the deck this turn, but you are like, I'm, I'm going to say you were 100 feet up from the deck. So you are like 10 feet up and very clearly hurtling to hit this deck on your next turn. Most people on the flagship, as you like get closer, you can see, again, like I said, everybody's in the process of abandoning ship. Um, There are like a couple of lifeboats that they're trying to like put in the water, but a lot of people are also just like jumping off and going to clear the ship before it completely sinks. Um, You see that the blast from the cannon, just like the sails are on fire. Um, It looks like the the very combustible stuff, whatever this cannon shoots. I'm saying what, you know, it's radiant damage. The radiant damage that this cannon shoots is enough to like light the cloth on fire Um, but everything else just like looks like it took like a really hard cannonball hit 
Mm -hmm. There are, like, a fair number of bodies strewn around as well. Um, but the general is not one of them, though he is, you can see, wounded. And he's sort of, like, near near the railing of, of the ship, kind of still, like, shouting orders. Now that you're closer, you can sort of tell. Um, there are a couple other people on this ship who take turns before you or General Lehman. Um, they are mostly engaged in the process of saving their own lives, but as this dragon man hurdles toward the deck, there are a few who will take shots at you. Um, so, the first one, he's got a longbow, and he gets two attacks with it. Strong guy. Yeah, this is like another one of those officers. Misses with one, crits with the other. Um, so you take- Damn, he missed at 10 feet. Yikes. With a longbow? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you're not directly above him. He's down the ship a little ways. Um, you take 13 piercing damage from this arrow. Um, and then these other ones will also... They only get one attack each, but there's three of them. All three of those hit. Oof. Um, that oof is bad for me. Good for you. <laughs> uh, still, still 23 damage from these three more crossbow bolts. And then General Neiman. So let me ask, Reagan, are you like beelining for him? Like, do you lock on him right away? Is it obvious that you're going for the general or does it look like you're just about to land on this ship? Um, I think because Reagan isn't like, doesn't know as he's flying in exactly which guy it is that he's aiming for. It probably looks more just like a human missile. Okay, <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'm not making a beeline simply because I don't exactly know who I'm making a beeline to, but the second I figure out to whom I am targeting, yeah. I will be. So he's on his turn, he's not too worried about you, or at least you're not his first priority. Um, but you can tell from on his turn, he is like calling out commands to people and sort of like, uh, you know, in the process of giving the abandoned ship uh, command. Mm -hmm. So you you lock onto your target. Um, it is now your turn. Great. Uh, I'm going to uh, Roman Reigns style spear the general and take him with me. Okay. So what this is, um, this is to start with to grapple him. That's just a straight up like grapple attack. Um, so it'll be your athletics contested by his athletics. He's older, but he has pretty good. He's pretty strong. You discover as you hit him. You see where Malachi got his low center of gravity. <laughs> Uh, 25. Holy shit. Uh, you tie. Whoa. He actually also got a 25. So I will, I will, let's both roll again. You still with advantage. Um, you go to grab him and he like gets his arms up and grabs your arms and you're locked in this grapple for a second. Speedy little man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 17. Okay, that time he gets a 21, so not quite as, but still manages to, like, kind of throw you off. Um, that was just one attack, though, and as a level 5 barbarian, you have two attacks. I do have so another if you'd one. like to just straight up try again, <laughs> we could just roll it again. My grandpa will straight up beat you guys' ass. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to, I'm going to be a rage, and I'm going to attack him again. Same way. Great. With my babies. I got my babies out. Yeah. Uh, 26. Yeah. The little dragons must distract him or something, or just the sheer form of your anger of being unable to grapple this man, because he only gets a 14 that time. 
Um, so you you grab him. Um, in order to get airtime with a struggling, fairly strong human man, I am gonna ask for another athletics check from you just okay. to like see how high up in the air you can get. And I still have advantage on this now simply because I am raging. Yes. 14. Okay, um, so it is difficult, um, and you sort of like, you lost, you had so much downward momentum that it's a little bit tricky to switch direction like that, but you flap your dragon wings, um, and you manage to get up, I'm gonna say, 15 feet up from the deck of the ship. So not your full movement, um, but a good amount of it between the going down and then going back up. Can it also be kind of diagonal, not directly up? Uh, yes. Cool. So would you would you like to get out over the ocean? Because you can. Yes. Um, so you, you sort of go out a little bit. You are now over the ocean, holding on to the general, kind of dragging him with you. Reagan looks down and sees us hanging onto two dolphins just whizzing by underneath. <laughs> you, you think you see out of the corner of your eye two dolphins. Huh. They do the jump thing and drag Malachi with them. <laughs> um... Yeah, you are you are like holding him. You hear cries of alarm from the ship below as you kidnap the general. They stole our grandpa. Reagan, do you say anything? Jesus, you're strong as fuck for an old guy. I'm a general in this army. Cool. Unhand me. No. Awesome. Um the adventurer is not going to get involved with what you have going on here. She's just going to like, she continues to fly off to deal with another battle. She does not, you see her like assess whatever's happening and then decide she doesn't want to deal with it. Two little men wrestling. Um, yeah. Huh. Anyway. <laughs> so now a whole bunch of people are going to shoot at you. While he's holding the general? Yeah, he didn't get high enough. Like at this point, if you guys drop into the ocean, the general will, has a higher chance of survival than if this dragon man continues to carry him away. What if they shoot the general? Yeah, so they're being careful and not everyone on the ship is going to shoot. Um, and I think I am going to give some of them disadvantage um, because there's sort of like, there's multiple classes of guys on this ship that I had sort of set up. <laughs> Does the general give Reagan cover? I mean, I'm not going to do cover and disadvantage. <laughs> the disadvantage is reflecting. It maybe would make more sense to use cover, but I already said disadvantage, so I'm going to stick with what I said. Um, okay, so first of all, this guy, this like looks like some sort of like admiral. You think he was probably the captain who was in charge of like making sure the ship sailed. And he's the one with two attacks. He rolls a 13 on the first one, but a 21 despite the disadvantage oh. on the second. So you, Reagan, take uh, 10 piercing damage from that. That's so fine. I'm not even bloodied yet. And then these three guys who shot you before are all going to roll with disadvantage. Oof, avoiding a crit from one of them, but that does still hit with a dirty 20. Does a 17 hit? Yes. So that one hits also. Third one misses. Um, so you take only 12 damage from those. Can't be killed. And then... Two more guys are going to roll flat. I'm going to say if, if either of them rolls below a five, they'll hit the general. Ha <laughs> ha! I'm looking at I'm looking at a nat twenty and a nat one. Um, I will say that I am I am uh, as a blanket rule I am against critical fumbles. I 
don't think rolling an at one should do anything bad to you. But in this situation, this guy's going to hit the general. Um, but the other <laughs> one crits on you, Reagan. Yeah, so you you take... The crit one should crit on the general. <laughs> I think, no, but it does hit him. And he's all, again, he's already wounded from getting hit by the light cannon. Um, wow, there we go. That's a damage roll. 19 damage from the crit, Reagan. And then the general takes 10 damage as he gets hit by this arrow also. Okay, um, that is the general's turn. Um, he is going to make an athletics check to try and break the grapple and drop to the ocean below. So Reagan, I think you make another athletics check to try and hold on to him, still mm-hmm. with advantage. 24. Uh, he unfortunately rolled a 19, which gives him a 29. Um, so he manages to, as he gets shot, he manages to like get his elbow up, like right into your neck, Reagan. He is a fighter, huh? And like knocks you back just enough. He drops, so you guys were 15 feet up from the deck. Um, so he's dropping. 35 feet, which is kind of a lot of fall damage for a man with not a lot of hit points. So let me roll that. Grandpa falls right in front of my face. Gotcha something. Ah. Um, he takes 22 damage, which is not enough to knock him out. Um, so he drops into the ocean um, and kind of like does that that sinking slightly below it. Um, Reagan, that's, that's now your turn. All right, I'm peppered with arrows. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and real quick uh, BA slam my healing potion. Nice. I kind of just like skirt to a stop and pause. Gotta hydrate. And I mug the camera as I drink potion of healing, parentheses greater, the quenchiest. Hydrate or dihydrate. All right, I get back 14, which is not much, but it's honest work. Um, and I'm gonna call down to the general Bad idea, mate. There's, there's fucking, there's sea monsters down there. There are things that are squishy and all sorts of textures. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna have a bad time when that ship sinks, all right? Um, and I'm gonna swoop down and try and yoink him again. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Can I swoop down? Can I try and knock him out and then grab him? <laughs> um, yes. But you can see that he, like, he's still, he doesn't look like he's on the verge of passing out right now. Are the three of us, like, can we see Reagan from where we are? Can Reagan be like, oh, there's my buddies? Um, so regardless of what you do next, Reagan, you swoop down, like, to the water's surface. Mm -hmm. And I think that you can see, like, there are a lot of, like, bodies in the water. So actually, it's probably Finn and Malachi. You guys see, you see someone hit the water. I think Mm. you don't necessarily recognize the general immediately. But then you do see, like, the shape of someone flying down. We only know two guys with wings. (laughs) Um, And there are only two people who are flying around with wings right now. Exactly. Um, Ah, the adventure is coming for us. Yeah, I was so like if you guys want to yell something to Reagan, but that might require giving away your position. Hey, Reagan! Sup? I do think I think let's resolve Reagan's turn before you guys can talk, because um, he was swooping down in attack mode. Um, uh, so so do do you want to attack him and try and knock him out first? Yeah, I'm gonna attack and do non-lethal damage, and I'm gonna reckless attack okay 25 yeah certainly hits yeah okay um so that's gonna do 
Nice. Max damage. Uh, I'm attacking with my hammer, by the way. So uh, 15 non-lethal bludgeoning damage. Nice. Okay, maybe I spoke too soon and I said that he's not knockoutable. Um, you have Because you have a second attack, which I sort of forgot about. And now for my second attack, <laughs> upon which I will also reckless. Um, 14. Yeah, it does not hit, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay, so he is very, very injured and in the water, and you are just kind of, like, hovering above him. <laughs> I'm like a really aggressive seagull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just give him the food, man. Somewhere Nurgle is cheering you on. Give me your fucking french fries! Cool. Um... Finn and Malachi, you guys, from where you're at with the dolphins, you can sort of like look up and perceive this happening. Do you guys want to just, do do you want to jump into initiative is kind of what I'm asking. You can talk as a free action, but. Is Reagan in the water and therefore having a swimming speed right now? You can call to him or I'll say, Reagan's close enough to being a swimming creature. Bronze dragons have a swim (laughs) speed. Finn can telepathy to him. Oh, then actually, yeah. I telepath to Reagan. Hey, Reagan! Ah! It's uh, down here. We're in the water. Uh, Killing him is not a good idea right now. (laughs) Malachi says not to kill the old guy. Tell him I'm not planning to kill the old guy. He's not planning to kill the old guy. Thanks. He's my grand. He sucks, but he is my grandpa, but he sucks. I know. I'm going to let you kill him. I'm just trying to take him hostage, but he's resisting. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Finn and I are heading behind Lithios' line. Okay. We're going to board. I'll link up with you. All right. So, uh. It's a date. Maybe see you there. Uh, be careful. Hey, do you need anything before we go? Were you gonna like stop somewhere on the way? Cause I mean, I could I could go for like a, a hot pocket or something. You need like a little a little cure wounds or something. Oh, I have a cure wounds. I just took my delicious greater healing potion. Mixed berries. Fuck your berries. You need maybe a a better than a first level cure wounds or a, perhaps a, some lay on hands. If sure, I mean I'm a bit busy right now. <laughs> Catch up with us if you get hurt. <laughs> aye aye, Captain. Okay, so you guys take off. Um, at this point, you're, like, down, down in the water. Most people who are in the water with you are in no shape to be, like, swimming over and attacking. And, like, a lot of the people with the arrows are not going to be able to, like, get an angle. Mm. I'm going to say that three of them are still going to manage to take shots on you. Um, just flat. Um, and just these, like, normal archers. You being Reagan? You being Reagan, yeah. Two hits out of that total. 20 damage, just straight up 20. Uh, I'm fine. And then the the general is going to attack you because you are just like looming over him. Um, and his turn is next. He at this point is very injured, is unsure if he can kind of like get away um, and didn't hear the whole telepathic exchange where you said you weren't trying to kill him. So he uh, he's, he's already got his sword out because he wasn't, he was gonna wait until the last minute to abandon ship there. You sort of expedited his abandoning ship. Um, so he he's gonna attack you with his sword. Okay, so one of them misses, the other one hits. You take 11 slashing damage and an additional two necrotic damage. I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> you're still up. <laughs> um, cool. He is He's slashing at you with this sword while you're trying to clobber him on the head with your hammer. It is now your turn. Um, so, Hannah, can I tell how bad he looks? Like, how how clinging to life is he? One solid hit would do it. But people are still going to be shooting at me. You could take your movement after, so that'll get you 45 feet wherever. 
Um, frankly, you're you're smart enough to know that like the safest place to go is down. You can breathe underwater. <laughs> the trouble is General Neiman can't, so you run the risk of accidentally drowning him, but that's like no one can shoot you if you're under the sea. Yeah, he can he'll be fine underwater for like a minute. Okay, yeah, I'm attacking him again. Okay. What do you have left? I have six HP. Wow. Uh, and that is a 25 to hit. Yep. And that'll do uh, 11 damage. Nicely done. Non-lethal. Yep. You, like, clobber him hard on the head and see him fall unconscious back in the water and start sinking into the ocean. Fucking finally! Uh, and I tuck my wings and dive like a beautiful seabird. Uh, and I cool. I plummet through the sea and I grab him and I can I can I use my wings underwater like a penguin? Sorta. I mean, yeah, you tuck them next to you. Bronze dragons can swim. They're they're aquatic dragons. So Reagan is really good at the butterfly. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. So I think we can exit initiative. You you use your second attack to grapple him again, only this time he's not rolling, so you automatically succeed. Um, and just kind of like tuck and dive under the ocean and you kind of jet back to the Arabrare side, right? Is what you're doing? Yeah, I, I book it. Okay. So, uh, Reagan, you dive. Um, meanwhile, Finn and Malachi, you guys and your dolphins are still uh, making your your beeline deeper behind Lithios's lines. Yeah. Hey, Andy, what are their names? <laughs> uh, hi, by the way, what are your names? Oh, man, I wish I could make anything like a passable dolphin sound. Can any of you? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay. So the first one goes, here, The Nani can name the first one. The first one goes, oh, my name's... <laughs> Great. And Andy, you can name the second one. The second one's like, and my name's... <laughs> Great. Those are their names. You guys are awful dolphins. <laughs> At least I had the courage to try. Malachi, don't say that about them. Not you. <laughs> I can't do a better dolphin noise, so I'm not even going to try. But like. Yeah. <laughs> That's what their names are. Um, so you guys and these two dolphins, um, whose names you now know, are below. You can see, like, the shapes of the ships above you. Um, in They were in a fairly tight formation at first, but now as the battle continues, they're starting to, like, spread out a little bit more. And you also see that some of them are sinking, like some of these ships are going down. Um, you can also feel, like, the ocean, like, as I've described it before, as you've been around Luola, is, like, roiling and fighting alongside Arab rare, making it much more difficult for these Lithiosian ships to navigate the choppy waters. Um, yeah. Are you guys, like, are you trying to get, like, all the way under the fleet clear to the back? Are you looking for anything in particular? Are you just, like, letting emotion instinct guide you? Did we have any knowledge of this fleet at all going in? Um... Not a ton. You know that it was like, you know that it was the ships that General Neiman was in charge of and the ships that Caleb was in charge of. And then frankly, probably like a third group of ships that someone inconsequential was in charge of um, that sort of like met up. Um, and so you know that there are like a few of these big flagships that I've been calling them that are like the most well reinforced ships, but also the most like high priority targets. And then, yeah, as far as you know, they're not, like, hiding any secrets or anything like that. 
Well, I say we try to just go for one of the important looking ships. Yeah. We can always jump back in if it gets rough, I guess. <laughs> okay. Um, and are you guys doing anything in this time that you're like in the water? Like, do you have any spells you want to cast or anything like that? Yeah. I, I guess just in case we uh, are separated upon reaching the ship, I will give you uh, ten. I say to the dolphins, see? He's nice. <laughs> I lay my hands on the dolphins, but they're fine, so it doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. It feels nice, though. They're smooth. Yeah. Um, Make either a perception or an investigation check, both of you. Mm. 23 perception. Nice. 18 investigation. Okay. Um, cool. So, um, you guys get like under under a lot of these ships, kind of toward toward the back. Um, Finn, a lot of the sea creatures that you like asked to come up here and help are like putting like little little pings in your brain when you get within range of them, kind of like telling you about how it's going. Wow. Um, you essentially have like made these waters that maybe had a few sharks now have a lot of sharks. So a lot of people that are getting knocked into the water Uh-oh. are getting eaten by sharks. <laughs> um, there's also like you, you can tell that there's like a greater concentration of like fearsome sea creatures than you typically would expect in these waters, but nothing like huge or notable yet. Just like, you know, lots of big sharks, big squids, stuff like that. And they're sort of giving you updates as well. You can see that it is like Lithios is gaining ground and like the Arabair fleet is retreating a bit, mm-hmm. um, but it is like a pretty well-matched battle. Nowhere near the like right on the ropes situation that you guys arrived to only yesterday morning. Yeah, they were a little bit cocky, huh? Yeah. As, as you're like under under the water here, um, you both spot this one ship that is like notably bigger than the others. Um, and you can tell it's got kind of the same the same silhouette as the flagship that you like that General Lehman was on. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one seems like it's maybe even a little bit bigger than that. Well, this looks like as good a place as any, right? We should try and hmm, how should we try and board this? Can we board from below? I was thinking we would fly up and I'd drop you on the deck. I mean, they sure can't miss us that way, I guess. <laughs> um. I think, so as you guys are below this ship discussing what's, discussing the plan of arrival, um, let's cut back to Reagan. So Reagan, you and the unconscious general are under the sea. Um, you sort of like, tuck your wings in and like fly like a bullet dragging this man with you i have him tucked to my chest yeah sure general is hold you're brushing brushing past all of this sea life underneath the choppy seas as you are getting closer to luola you're having to like navigate around all these like big jagged rocks um but you are are able to kind of take your time and pick your way around. Um, you surface, are you trying to get like all the way to Luola or are you just gonna surface at like Arabrer's ships? Um, how much further would be getting to Luola? Like a few hundred feet. It would be like another couple minutes of swimming. Um, I'll pop my head out and haul him up and let him breathe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You let him breathe. This kind of like a little bit of seawater comes out of his mouth. This whole time, Reagan's been plugging his nose. <laughs> I've literally been like, I've had my hand over his nose and mouth. Yeah. I look around. Is is there anybody like within instant distance? 
Um, yeah, you, like, pop up and you see that, like, maybe, like, 150 feet, um, to your, like, west, um, there is one of, one of Erebrer's ships, um, kind of still, still toward, like, this is one of the, one of the ones that's further out, and you can see that it's, like, exchanging cannon fire with some of Lithios's ships, um, but it looks like it is a, it is a ship that's in good shape, um, just Mm -hmm. has, like, a couple, a couple cosmetic damages on it and is not, uh, in the process of sinking the Mm -hmm. way that some many ships on this ocean are okay um i mean if that's also 150 feet away and wall is what like twice that i'm gonna just head for luola and and land on the rocky shore and say not a fucking game (laughs) cool so you you swim and then fly your way kind of like to the to the beach um, with this this unconscious general. Um, you see, as soon as you like approach, a bunch of people from Erebrer come running over. Um, you can see that um, there are actually a few um, like like the the battle has not actually reached the shores yet. So most everybody mm-hmm. here is just sort of like ready, but there are some like a couple of Erebrer ships sustained enough damage that they like limped back mm-hmm. here. Um, and so there's, like, people helping the wounded and stuff like that, um, as well as keeping an eye on the battle to see when a Lithio ship is going to kind of, like, slip around the blockade ship here, um, which it does kind of look look imminent in a couple of Ooh. spots. But uh, it's a good sign that it hasn't happened yet. Um, as you limp ashore with um, the unconscious general, um, some people come, like, running over. Um, you see this, like, cleric that you, like, vaguely recognize as being someone who's been there, like, at the war council meetings and, like, been uh, around the king's table. Um, comes comes running up um, and is like, oh, um, is this... who is, is he dead? No, <laughs> he's fine. I'm not. Can you... Can you... Help. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, he's like looking looking down at the general and he just sort of like puts puts his hand like right on your shoulder. Um, and he will I'll give you a third level. Um, wow. you, look, <laughs> you look in bad shape and like you're intending to go and get in more bad shape. Wow, I've been known. Pretty good roll, King. Um so that's twenty-two. Uh no, need to see um uh this is the general of Lithios. Yeah, I can tell by the uniform. Yeah, I beat the shit out of him and I brought him here. Uh, Great work. Thank you. Thank you. I don't hear that enough, you know? I really appreciate that. Um, Yeah, we really appreciate y'all's help here. It's really very good. Anyways, do you you have any manacles? Yes. And second of all, can you get the king on the phone for me? Yes, we can take care of this. We'll notify the king. He like he waves over a couple other soldiers who are kind of like taking taking General Lee Min and like checking like some people are like checking his pulse to make sure that he's not because you did emerge from below the ocean, um, but he seems to still be alive. Um, checking his wallet. I stole that one also. Yeah, and they're sort of like um, taking him prisoner formally. Um, the cleric uh, says um, King Mononon is actually. Um, doing a druidic ritual to help keep all of this seize happening the way that we want it. Um, but uh, we will we will send notification to him that this is what's happening. Mononon gets a push notice. <laughs> yeah, you don't like see him on the shore. You can kind of assume that he's further further back on the island, maybe 
at where his court is. Um, but the, the cleric like grabs somebody else and, and sends them to go tell the king. Um, and he's like, yeah, uh, great work. This is, it, it's very useful to know that this is where one of the generals ended up. Um, we saw the ship go down. We thought maybe he was dead, but this is even better. And I just want to make sure, Adam, he is manacled. I don't want him escaping after all. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you see the soldiers like uh, manacle his hands and then sort of like carry his unconscious form um, back to some of these buildings on the shore of Lua. Do they piggyback him, bridal carrier? Do they carry him like a deer on a pole? I think they sort of like drag him. Okay. Maybe like I'm sort of imagining like one of them taking his arms, one taking his legs. So like a deer on a pole without the pole. Can I can I shake him down first? Can I frisk him and just see if he has anything interesting? <laughs> um, you um you can make a quick investigation check. Fifteen. Okay. Um, you find like his weapons. I mean, he's got this like sword. The sick ass cursed sword. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you can take his sword. It's a long sword. I don't know how you're. <laughs> Yeah, you can have it. Um, I'm proficient with all weapons. Yeah, sure. I'm a barbarian. I can tell you what the stats are if you want to just be using it. Also, I I do want to clarify that I am searching with like intent of knowing that I just kidnapped a very like important general. This isn't like pirately actions. This is like, do you have anything useful, valuable, etc.? Yeah, he doesn't have. I mean, he has like identification papers. You also find a sealed letter that you may or may not have seen uh, Mar give to Malachi that is still kind of like there tucked inside his jacket alongside the important papers. Um, He's not frankly, like he knew by going to this peace meeting, he knew he was going into a slightly dangerous situation. And so Mm. he wouldn't be carrying anything super important because being killed or captured was a possibility. So you just kind of, it's kind of like standard soldier equipment, nothing really useful. And especially you don't have time to do a lot of checking because the cleric is kind of like, we'll take care of that. Um, And it's not really, he's looking at you, even after you had this nice rapport with him, he's looking at you a little bit suspiciously because he still doesn't (laughs) really know you. I'm Um, sus as fuck. But yeah, I would love this cursed longsword. Thank you so much. Yeah, sure. I won't stop you. It's cursed? Well, it it did necromantic damage to me. So I'm choosing to refer to that as curse. It is. It's canonically a magic weapon and it did necrotic damage to him. Cool. So you take the longsword. You deliver the general into Erebrer's custody. Um, Anything else, Reagan, or then what? And then I shake my entire body like a dog, strap on the sword, and fly back out to sea to meet up with my boys. Okay. You take to the sky um, and fly back out toward where Malachi and Finn said they were going. Um, Meanwhile, Malachi and Finn, um, you are under this flagship having just made this plan to fly up and land. Um, Anything else that you want to do before that? No, I mean, Finn's already warded, so... Yeah. I think not. Alright. So, Hannah, I'm not, like, what you'd call a strong man in terms of scores, but if I'm flying, right. can I carry Malachi with me? Um, not for a very long distance. Yeah, it's not for a very long distance. I will still have you make an athletics check, but I'll have you do it with advantage because Malachi is not fighting you. He's trying to help. Um, go ahead and make make an athletics check with advantage and you're not going very far. All right, then I activate my form of the lurker. I suddenly become... Nice much more unsettling to look at. Ah, oh, do you have to do that while you're holding on to me? 
Yes. You're slimy. Gross. How dare you? This is the slime of the lurker himself. And it's gross. Uh, 16 athletics. Okay, that, yeah, hey, that's that's perfectly fine. Um, Malachi, yeah, you cling onto Finn's slimy form. The dolphins are both like, good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Do we, hey, should we like hang, should we hang out and wait for you in case you need a ride? Uh, if you don't, if you don't mind, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, sure. We'll go a little deeper in case there's like, whoa, explosions. Oh yeah, watch out for falling debris and bodies. Okay. And arrows. Uh, be safe. <laughs> Should we, should we like save anyone and carry them to shore? We like to do that. Wow. It's a, kind of a dolphin thing. <laughs> uh, not from this ship. Okay, great. Not unless it's us or a guy with wings. Wow. Okay. Not, not a bird though. Oh. Well, maybe one bird. No, he'll just disappear. Never mind. Oh yeah. Nur- <laughs> Nurgle also, I'll say, has been following us the whole time. Yeah. He's just a gull. These dolphins are getting some complex fucking instructions. <laughs> They're intelligent. They can handle it. Yeah, and with Malachi in tow, I just fly up out of the water. Uh, And what are we seeing on the deck? Okay, so you two soar up out of the water above this ship. Um, You see, like, I'm assuming you're coming up on the backside of it. So everyone was sort of facing the opposite direction. Um, But as there's, like, a splash as you burst out, some of them kind of, like, alarmedly look behind them and then start calling to the others. Um, you see a a fair number of soldiers, although it is not like this ship is not uh, intentionally stacked the way that the peace ship was. Um, it is just more like a big ship that can carry a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and you see that there is like one like guy in a uniform kind of like at the wheel. Um, and then you also see on the other side of the ship um, a beautiful white Pegasus <gasps> that is just sort of like standing there on the deck. Um, and beside it, um, his sword already drawn, kind of like looking out. Looks like he's like catching his breath before um, going out again on the Pegasus. You weren't even doing anything. You were just flying on a Pegasus. It looks like he's catching his breath before going out again on the Pegasus. <laughs> Where the Pegasus is doing all the work <laughs> uh who sort of like wipes his his uh perfectly windswept hair out of his eyes as he looks back to you guys as you as you rise up out of the ocean finn all like glowing tentacles and like frightening aspect um malachi clinging onto him like a koala bear <laughs> presumably <laughs> malachi flips his perfectly sodden hair yeah <laughs> The water sprays everywhere. Yeah, I do an, I do a little mermaid flip. <laughs> um, you see General Caleb Crevitas's lip curl in a sneer um, as he says, well, nice of you to come to visit. Um, over his head, you can just barely see zipping through the sky above the ships the form of one man with dragon wings <laughs> outspread behind him and the form of a seagull beside him. Um, and I think that's where we will end our session as you guys arrive kind of next to this ship. Why didn't you say drop in? I'm clearly about to like drop him down on the deck. Yeah, but you hadn't. I wondered that too. You hadn't done it yet, so I started talking too fast. If you'd like do that real quick, I'll do the line again. Classic Caleb. Oh, wow, Malachi, you're right. This guy does suck. This guy fucking sucks. <laughs> Shut up! 
I assume we haven't actually been introduced, but I'm guessing you're Caleb. Really? Shut up. That's what you've got for us showing up on your flagship that's supposed to be well behind enemy lines. Shut up! <laughs> hey, what are you doing lingering back so far, Caleb? A little scared? Are you going to come down here and fight or are we going to shoot you? <laughs> I don't know. The session's over. We'll see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> cool. We will we'll go ahead and end it there. Um, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed that, which we, as always, certainly hope you did, you can find us other places on the internet. We are at Ship of Fools Cast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. You can also sail on over to patreon.com slash ship of fools to support our content, support our work, and get access to lots of our fun bonus content, including the mud bath where we will sink into some nice, warm, or cold, depending on who you believe, mud, uh, and discuss the events of the episode, talk about, you know, stat blocks and predictions for next time and you know whatever other random things happen to cross our mind so if that sounds interesting to you again head on over to patreon.com slash ship of fools as always we have a couple people we need to thank thank you to theo golden for our logo art you can find him at t golden art on instagram and thank you to Lucas Mangold for our beautiful theme music. You can email him at lucascarlmusic at gmail.com for any of your music needs. We will be back with the next episode of Ship of Fools on August 8th. And until then, we will see you on the open seas. Bye! First of all, you mentioned there was sleeping quarters. How many beds? Mm. Not quite as many as you know that there are people on this ship, but you also know that there are quarters upstairs as well. There'd be like a captain's cabin and then probably like where where officers of a ship usually sleep and you don't know how those rooms are being used. Okay, so um, imagine for a second that I didn't just forget that there were other people on this ship yes. and not just the adventurer and Ben and that I was definitely <laughs> trying to figure out if the adventurer had better fucking. Um <laughs> Anyways, uh... They would have separate beds anyways. <laughs> <laughs> like the cleavers. <laughs>